we appreciate being here as always. Just a, another opportunity to be in the Lord's house. And uh, our pastor called us and asked us if we'd uh, fill this spot this evening. We're happy and honored to be able to do that for him, but uh, we dread it a little bit also. But um, I don't really have a scripture or nothing on my heart, but uh, I just pray that everybody follow the Lord tonight. And the uh, Lord's got a good service in store for us, great service. We all just. Uh, purpose in our hearts to do what he asks of us, and um, we just pray that everybody be able to do that tonight, and just uh, get ourselves out of the way, and uh, be able to feel his spirit, so I'll turn over to the choir.
again, we'd like to say we're thankful to be here. And uh, Terry called us. I told him it was my night to open up anyway, so I might as well do both of them, I guess. But if, uh, if anybody had an impression to open up, I'd be more than happy to let you. But uh, I asked everybody to stand to their feet, ask for prayer requests. Remember all those? Anybody have any spoken prayer requests? I got one I'll leave with the church. Uh, we got some friends that just, uh, just difficult, uh, just life situation. Their kids are struggling a little bit with what's going on and just like the church to pray for them. thinking as they sing in precious memories uh, I got a lot of good memories in life, a lot of natural things but uh, the best, the most precious memories have been right here at the church house um, just um, there's nothing better than feeling the Lord's spirit and seeing people move um, there's nothing else in life I mean, that's the best there is Anybody else have any more prayer requests? Brian, I have a friend down in New Haven that's a teacher in the Cincinnati School District. And um, he told me yesterday one of his players, he's also a coach, uh, was involved in a drive-by shooting. So that boy had surgery today. So just remember them and remember the kids, too, because I'm sure they're, they, they've got to be shook up. And he's shook up. And just remember that situation. Yeah, just remember that, church. Anybody else? That's Brother Sean to leave some prayer.
ask at this time if anybody has a testimony or song or anything on your heart. does, but uh, when you know this time's getting close, um, I kind of like to uh, try to find a scripture, you know, the Lord give me something to, on my mind that I can study, and uh, ever since last week when uh, Neil um, spoke about King Agrippa uh, being almost persuaded, I, I've uh, read and studied on that about all week, Neil, just uh those few chapters there, and um, I just, uh, the biggest thought I got out of it is how many people get to that point where they're almost persuaded. They're, they're right there, um, but it's almost, and uh, almost is going to take a lot of people to hell. Um, that's just how it is. I, 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 that's just the truth of the matter. Um, and I, uh, I did a search. Uh, I didn't get into it real deep, but uh, if uh, anywhere else where it spoke of King Agrippa, I was hoping to find a spot where it um, spoke of him saying he got saved or found salvation. It's uh, the best I could find, just in a few chapters right there. That's all they speak of him. I hope, I hope somewhere down the line he got it. Um, but like I said, there's a lot of people that uh, they get to that point and. Uh, that's, that's unfortunately that's all the farther they get with it. Anybody have anything at all? Let's pray for church. One more to me. The chance he was taking the crowd said be quiet don't bother him now but the more that they pressed him the louder he'd shout thou son of david have mercy on me and today i believe he can see because he is more than enough to make the blind man to see To God, you and me, he's more than enough to turn the water to wine. He's more than enough to feed a family like mine. He's more than enough to heal all disease. And he's more than enough to God, you and me, if he can raise up the dead and give him new life, then Jesus is more than enough. alone when he heard what was said his heart was grieved he said be not afraid but only believe 
And he spoke to the child, say unto thee, arise. And I believe she's alive, cause he is more than enough to make the blind man to see. And he's more than enough to guide you and me. He's more than enough to turn the water to wine. He's more than enough to feed a family like mine. He's more than enough to heal all disease. And he's more than enough to wash the sin out of me if he could raise up the dead and give him new life. Then Jesus is more than that song. Anybody else have anything on their heart? If not, we're going to look to these preachers. I don't know. I guess Terry probably try to hit you up first, Jordan. <laughs> got something come on buddy whoever got something uh, any of you fellows are welcome now let's pray for him church you pray for us I uh, I just have a little impression and I was kind of hoping maybe to hear somebody else and um, you know get something <laughs> get fed but uh, this is where I, I, what I feel like doing. So uh, this is what we'll do. But uh, you really pray. This is uh, something I, I've kind of been staying on just a little bit. And the uh, Lord's really blessed me to read some of it. And uh, I tell you, that song Emily sang is right where I'm at. God surely is enough. Every day of my life, he's shown he's been enough. And uh, I think about that often. Um, it started with one experience a long, long time ago. But, but is it more real today than it ever was back then? Uh, I'm so thankful for what God did for me. I, I can't quite comprehend why He did it, but I know it's because He loved me. Um, so you pray. I just want to get where the preacher's at and get out of the way. Uh, I would have more liked just to come and uh, seen everybody and kind of fellowshiped with you and listened to somebody else, but... Uh, we'll we'll do our best just to do the Lord's bidding and get out of the way. Um, I'd like to read over in Proverbs chapter 3. And uh, this is verse 5 that I want to read. And um, I might skip around to a few other places in the Bible. But uh, this is where I'd like to start. and Just something that uh, God kind of put on my mind here lately. And some things He was showing me. And um, blessed me to read this. And. It's just it's just funny to me how God shows up with exactly what he, what's intended for you, and uh, but you got to be willing to get out of the way and listen. Uh, you got to be able to put yourself aside, put your ears on, stop moving your mouth, and say, God, what do you have for me? And uh, I tell you, anybody that knows me, I I get nervous sometimes. And I just talk, and uh, sometimes I can talk over the Lord and not get what He was me meant to give me. But uh, I'm glad the Lord showed up with this. So you pray, this is chapter 3, verse 5 of Proverbs. It says, Trust in the Lord with all thine heart, and lean not unto thy own understanding. And uh, 
I'll ask you this evening, have you ever really thought about what that means? I mean, we all know that uh, to do that uh, is to get out of the way and let God do His thing, but have you really ever thought uh, how it happens? And what I mean by that is um, every day that we do this, we, we pray, God, you know, let me put myself aside. Let me, let, me, let me just feel you. Lord, help me in this situation. We ask for God to come into our lives, and we ask Him to lead us through our, our good times, through our bad, through our highs, through our lows, through the emotion of our happiness or sadness. We ask Him to do things through, through our skill and, uh, you know, all these different things. But have you really ever looked how God does it? All of these things, all of these moments in time that we get wrapped up in and we're wanting God to step in, these are all moments that God's given you an experience. Life is nothing but experience after experience. What we do with those experiences is really important. And what I mean by that is, I want to read over in, uh, this is over in John, this is chapter 17, verse 1, it says, These words spake Jesus and lifted up his eyes to heaven and said, Father, the hour is come. Glorify the Son, that the Son also may glorify thee. But every experience is all to point right back to my God. I'm so thankful that when I got saved, it wasn't something that Jordan did, but it was everything that God did for me. He came down. He gave His life for me. He died on a tree. He made the separation from sin to pureness in heaven. I mean, He gave me everything. He did the work. He came down and blessed my life. I did nothing. I just said, yeah, I'll take it. I want that. And He came in and He gave it all to me. Greatest experience of my life. And I tell you what, Mike, I wouldn't trade it for anything. But I am so glad through that experience, people saw how powerful God was. They saw that He could come into the mind of just a young boy, a boy that didn't know anything, and He could help him comprehend the deepest of the deepest, comprehend the most complex thought. And what is that? Why did God love us so much that He'd send His Son to die for us? But in that moment, I knew more about life than I'd ever known in my life. To this day, I still go back to that moment because that's when I had my most clarity. That's when my mind was at its most, uh, I guess, significance. I could really comprehend it. I saw Jesus love me, and I loved Him. And I saw what He did for me. I saw the experience that He, he gave me through just a simple act of faithfulness. And I was kind of reading through this, and I thought, Oh, Lord, that is so awesome. I thought, Lord, that is so awesome. Time and time again, God doesn't want what you've got to offer. He wants to give you what He has to offer. And what I mean by that is, you look at David, scrawny boy, it says he was ruddy. I tell you, I, I told this at Samaritan, if somebody called me ruddy, I'd be probably upset about it. I'd be like, now, Dadgummit, I'm not ruddy. I've got a little meat on my bones. But I tell you, David was just a little boy. He was just a little bit of nothing. But God gave him experiences in his life God built David up. God made David who David was. Why? Because when we think of David, who do we think of? We think of the father that gave him everything that he's got. We think of when he slayed Goliath, when he had no chance. And all those other men and women were probably standing there saying, 
Why would they send him out there to die? Why would they send him out there? He doesn't have a chance against that giant. Look at that man. He was bred for war. But I tell you what, the battles are not made for the, the mighty. But buddy, they are made for those who follow God. This body will die eventually. But praise God, I've got something on the inside that will never be touched. You can spear me. You can electrocute me. You can do whatever you want. But buddy, you'll never touch what I've got. And when I got that, I got the victory. David knew that. David knew that God brought him through the lion. He brought him through the bear. He brought him through all these things. And he knew God had given him enough confidence in his experiences that he got out of the way and he let God use him and he let God develop him and he let God do the things God wanted to do. And when he did those things, he walked off holding the head of that giant. And let me tell you something. I love the story of David for this reason. David took that skull... He took it all the way back to Jerusalem. Now you couldn't take those kind of items into the city. That was something that, uh, you know, it, uh, the biblically, they, it, God just didn't want. But those walls at those times, they were a little different than they are now. And where that skull was buried was the same place my Lord went up on. It says, He went to the place of the skull. I remember reading that and I thought, Lord, that's got to be where He put it. That's got to be where He put it. My God was crucified on the same skull that David placed all the way back at Jerusalem. You think about that. That's a wow thing for me. My God was proven that in the Old Testament He was slaying giants and forever He'll be slaying giants. When He died on that hill, the place of the skull, I tell you, buddy, He came and He said, I will forever fight your battles and win. I, why? Because I am God. I am the mighty. Trust not under your own understanding. Trust in the Lord. Let Him be your God. Buddy, if you're sitting there in the pew this evening, and you're sitting there and you're saying, well, I showed up, I'm here, I'm too busy, I've got work, I've got this. I tell you, I, I, love, I love every one of you to death, but I tell you what, I would much rather see you in a pit following the Lord than I would to see you in a mansion on a hilltop. I say that because I know how good God is to me. I know what He's done in my life. Time and time again, Roy, He's given me the experiences. He's given me the confidence. He's given me the joy, the blessing. Even in the bad times, God is still good. And I love that when God tells us something, He means it. I've heard a lot of things from my friends. But I tell you what, when God tells you something, it is accurate and true. It will stay with you. It will stick with you. And when He says, Trust in the Lord with all thine heart and lean not unto thine own understanding, He's saying, If you just listen, if you just walk with Me, if you just do the things I'm asking of you, if you just get out of the way and you focus on Me and you work with Me and you let Me guide you, I will give you everything that you need. Buddy, I tell you, there's a lot of people in my life that I've seen and they just seem like they get off track sometimes. Seems like they just get a little bit out of the way. And I tell you, it's, it's interesting to me. It really is. I remember uh, when my grandfather died, Elmer Sr., I tell you, that was tough. But by God, I was celebrating knowing where he went. I was celebrating knowing exactly what he lived and stood for. I was celebrating because I knew through the confidence in the experiences God let me feel through him, I knew what he had. 
If you're not the one being the living Bible to your people, what good are you? Let's be honest. That is the truth right there. It says in the Bible, and I believe it's Ecclesiastes maybe, says that we are all nothing but the same as the beast. But I tell you what, the one thing that separates me from the dog laying dead in the ditch is I've got something on the inside that changed me. I've got something on the inside that makes me different. And it ain't that I've got any type of intelligence. It's not that I've got a grand heart or something. It's not that I've got skills that I've honed. It's because I've got God. It's because I've got the man who can do all things. I've got the one who dictates what's going to happen in my life. And I tell you, folks, it's good to know that man. If you, I feel like turning over to this. I just want to read this real quick. This is in Ephesians chapter 1, verse 4. It says, uh, I believe it's verse 4. Let me see. Yeah. It says, According as He hath chosen us in Him before the foundation of the world, <laughs> that we should be holy and without blame before Him in love, having predestinated us unto the adoption of children by Jesus Christ to Himself according to the good pleasure of His will, to the praise of the glory of His grace, wherein He hath made us accepted in the Beloved. I tell you what, folks. If you can't rejoice in what God did for you, I feel sorry for you. There's a lot of times in my life I've sat there and just wept knowing God has been too good to me. God has gave me salvation. God has given me a job to do, and that's be His child, be His heir, and do His bidding. He has given me my family. He has given me my church. He has given me my job. He has given me my house. He has given me everything. I want you to hear me. I have not earned a thing I have. Everything is His. I will. I entered this world with nothing, and I guarantee you I'll leave with the same thing I came with. But I tell you what the difference is. I have now inherited something that a lot of people are looking for. They just don't know it. And it is a relationship with Jesus Christ. You've got a void in your life, buddy, fill it with the Lord. You've got a problem, fill it with the Lord. He's just waiting to give you the experiences. He's waiting to save you. He's waiting to help you. you just got to get out of the way and let Him help you. You've got to help yourself by giving Him all the glory, giving Him all the excitement, giving Him the things that He needs to get in your life and clean house. I tell you, God's been good this evening. I appreciate your prayers. I tell you, I, I didn't know I had all that, but I appreciate being here and uh, appreciate what God gave us. And I just feel like that's all the further I need to go. We appreciate that message. And, I guess um, one of you other fellows got anything? Anybody got anything, buddy? Anybody got anything at all in their heart? We appreciate that message. He was preaching that uh, I don't know why this came back to me. Um, 
going back to what I said earlier about King Agrippa, we all get to that spot of almost persuaded. And uh, the difference for me is uh, I just went that extra step further. I was, I was almost persuaded. I was 12 years old standing in the choir at Albert Street, and I was in that spot. But uh, the Lord gave me enough faith and strength to take that step to get over that point of being almost persuaded. I'm, uh, I'm so thankful for that. He's definitely more than enough for us. Anybody got anything at all? Let's remember them. Uh, yeah, Brother Brent's uh, face homecomings this weekend, so remember that. Anybody else got any anything on their heart? Any announcements? Both services or just the second one? Both services. Okay. They didn't, to, Brent said they didn't want to run a tent, so they're just running this facility to have church services and the dinner and all that. I appreciate that because I'm planning on going up there. So. I didn't know that. Anything else at all? I'll ask everybody to stand. Go ahead, Mike. Uh, the association's having their youth service on uh, the last Saturday in July. That's going to be here at 6 o'clock. And also, uh, my sister wanted me to announce that she's having her baby shower, or I'm sorry, yeah, baby shower. Um, Saturday, August 20th from 2 to 4, uh, out in the fellowship hall. Everybody's welcome. All right. One more time. Anybody else got anything at all? Ask Brother Ethan dismiss us in prayer. Just so thankful. Don't church. Have living in the ground.